All right, the mic. Oh, the mics are hot. Mics are. I got. I got, on the way in today. I got flipped off by a female Boris Johnson. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> For no reason. Oh really? And nothing. Other, I think you weren't she, driving. Like I a think hoon. she was just a little. Test. She had a screw loose. I think. Uh, okay. Um, she was in a Mercedes. We got off the freeway. She was behind me the whole time. Uh huh. And. I'm looking. I think maybe she noticed me looking at her through my side view mirror. Attractive or no? No, I'm a female Boris Johnson. Oh, Boris Johnson. Yeah, right on. Um, at first, I thought it was a dude. Uh huh. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And and she has her hands up, kind of like prayer hands, but like open. Yeah. And she's kind of like, it looks like she's pleading to someone. Okay, the gods. Something, uh-huh. right? And so I'm kind of looking. I'm like, what the hell? So we take off, and on the next light. She's looking right at me and just giving me the finger. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you just went from praying uh-huh, to giving to, somebody the finger. Mm, I don't know if she was bothered by my car. Mm, I don't know. I mean, she couldn't see me. I had my shades and my. She probably thought you were a BMW douchebag. Yeah, <laughs> probably, man. I thought that was weird. But anyway, welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome, I am John. Welcome. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we go under the hood to cover your headlines. Uh, we cover a new draw report, which I think is going to be interesting. I'll, all I'll say is I have no idea where you're going to go with it, Randy. Yes. Um, we're going to cover learning how to drive uh, for Randy and I. And then also a new segment where we profile the legends. And finally, of course, thank you for submitting your questions on Instagram. We'll be covering your questions at the end of the episode. But first, let's hit that headline, Randy. 400Z, the Nissan 400Z. Okay. Rumors are that they're going to be taking orders this fall. Ooh. Dude, the more I look at that car, ooh, it hurts me to not be tempted by it Ooh, i think you should even just the lease maybe yeah right yeah just a dude. T, like you know i don't know ah just something about it it's a, got a classic look yeah it's, i really like the look me too they took on the only thing maybe miss well no they never had pop-up headlights yeah so it's like all of the best of all of their best cars combined the 350 yeah. The 300ZX and the 240. Dude, the 400Z was did I guess the emotion that it uh, it created in me was what I wanted the BRZ, the Supra, yeah. even the Type R, yeah. yeah, to do. And but when I saw the 400Z at Skip Day, yes. you know, the Grid Life, and yes. I was like, "Ooh, baby, <laughs> I want this car." Yeah, I think it looks nice. Are you? Would you get it in neon green? Mm, probably yeah dude <laughs> or it's the, appropriate if they, if they had that like old school yellow the og yellow oh like, okay yeah, that's the a 70s good color yellow too. Yeah. yeah i would just yeah. because to be obnoxious i mean it just goes with the car the car looks so good it does and i think he, I, I don't know they did a nice job of choosing it's not really an extreme color anymore it looks like a lot of people are doing a, a you know highlighter colors yes right but to start with that car it kind of encourages people to pick those bright colors and mm. they're going to stand out on the street. They will. You they know? will. Or if they have a really good blue, I, uh, yeah. That's what it would, d- would have done for BMW if they would have sold any. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'd sell more um, BMWs if it was, they had Dakar yellow still on there? Uh, I know you no. can get a custom, right? But I mean, yeah, he could, you can order individual color. Yeah. But I, it, I think the issue is the design. 
A lot oh, of people still hate it. Still the the pig yeah, nose. Yeah, because the new the new co- that the highlight. I don't know what what the name is, but that their highlighter green. It's like a greenish yellow, right? Yeah, yes. it's a really nice color. I think it's a really I don't nice think color. I've seen it yet? Yeah, it's a really nice color, but you know, it's it's still buck tooth. So yes. But always. anyway, let's move on to our next headline. There is drama in the car world, Randy, and this one, this is a little more serious than we're used to. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know if you know who S2K, uh, where you at is W Y A. No, neither did I. Okay, but uh, he actually killed himself after a car chase with the police that lasted. It was pretty much overnight. Went into six fifteen in the morning. He was streaming live on Instagram um, during the chase. And then was on the phone with the police when he shot himself. Oh, geez. Okay. Right. So in the in the video, he talks about, you know, his kid showed his kid, his the video. Um, he talks about having money for the funeral. I mean, he was prepared to do this. Like he, he was. Well, he brought the gun. Right. He brought the gun. So yeah. like th- this story is kind of I'm, I'm, this is the first detail of the story that I'm aware of. Okay. And I'm like, man, this is intense. And so there people start posting on Instagram, you know, rest in peace. And people start organizing a meet in his name. Okay. Right. I would say the next day, Instagram blows up. There's a ton of people that are like saying, fuck this guy. So it turns out that this all started because he found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. Okay. Right. And. Uh, in this event, she, after a few days, she called the police to report that over a two-day period, this guy hit her with an axe, strangled her, tied her, tied her up inside his apartment, and raped her. Wow! Right, and then went on to the to the, to the chase. She called the cops, and two hours after her calling the cops, it was at eight thirty p.m. Okay. She called the cops. The cops found the car two hours later, and mm. that's when the chase began. So now the community is split into these two different mm. segments where some people are saying, well, she shouldn't have cheated on him, which I don't – I'm not that camp. I, I, I'm i not passing any judgment on this whole situation. This sure. is just information. Sure, sure. But I'm going to say that I'm not camp. Defending the beating and the tying and the hitting right. The there's no there's no justification for yeah. that. Yeah, and like and this is reported by uh, San Diego PD. Okay, right? so the this details is an SD guy. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Okay, I think the chase was from Camp Pendleton to Oceanside. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but he apparently he was very no well known in the SoCal community, and he drove two thousand community. He or? drove actually he in the in the, his Instagram he has the uh, Jesse Jetta. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was okay. my thought exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's many bad jokes that but I yeah, can yeah, go with. Yeah. That one. yeah, but yeah, there's there's I think all the people close to him obviously are kind of defending him. Sure. But I don't know that I could defend, you know, God forbid. Right. Like if you did something like this, mm-hmm. you know, we're really cool. Right. Right. But I, I would still be like, yo, Randy messed up. Yes. You know, yes, like that's. Yes. yes. But the. The Instagram feud that's going on, like everyone's posting on each other's like somebody posts like an R.I.P. And then there's a bunch of people posting negative stuff on that post. Uh, And then somebody posts like, fuck this guy. And then there's other people like saying, oh, stay out of the business. And and I'm just like, man, social media has really made this stuff worse. Yeah. You know, 
Like yeah. this should not really be public like this. Right. You know, exactly. Exactly. Now, it's it's basically turned what used to be celebrity t- tabloid drama mm-hmm. now is affecting regular people. You're right. And like where, where local celebrities, which I wouldn't even I didn't know who this guy was. Yes. You know, are now getting this type. I mean, he kind of put himself out there that way. But I thought this was kind of insane. So a lot of the organizations that were collaborating on throwing a meet start throwing up cancellations. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, we, you know, we don't align with whatever happened. So now it's like, fuck those organizations. Too. Yeah. So it's sort of kind of dividing into two different factions online right now. Yeah. That's I'm sure it'll so blow over. This is kind of the flavor of the week. Yes. Right? A thousand percent. You know, dude. You know? Yes. Yeah. But I thought the story was nuts. Like, I mean, the, it, for it to for you to post like on Instagram live that you're going to do this. There's people posting like their text messages with the guy like saying, don't do it. Just turn yourself in. And he's just he's just replying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Obviously, mentally, he wasn't all there or right. whatever he was experiencing in his life. But nothing justifies, you know, what he did. But, you know, it is what it is. I just hope that, you know, if you know, something were to happen kind of to my family or to me or whatever, yeah. that it just stays off of social media altogether. You know, that sucks. It's like, it's definitely, yeah. It's like, man, money used to be the source of all evil. Now social media is yeah, a part of that. It, the internet. Yeah, it really, it, it's, right? a, it's a uh, megaphone yes. for evil. Yes. For, for anything. It's a megaphone yeah. for anything. Right. It, that's a thousand percent. Yeah. It, it almost always turns bad. Yeah, it does. It seems yeah. like, right? It really does. Because, dude, Instagram is just shopping now. It's just a mall in your pocket. It really is. It right? really is. And it's they're really pushing just, shit to your face. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's why I don't like it anymore. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if, if it wasn't for the podcast, I, know. I wouldn't I know. have. I think I've said that before. Yes, yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, I don't have my own. Right, um, yeah. It's like I'm back on it a little bit, and yeah. I, I don't like that it's just pushing ideas like buying a 400z into my mind (laughs) it's so easy to get in that loop dude yes so easy like yes obviously like the algorithm is reading what you're looking so it's just feeding you more and more of it more and more of it and it's endless yeah and it's endless man but yeah that's uh that is a headline a little sad one today drama in the car world in socal but i thought it was pretty intense and worthy of some news let's move into the next headline uh mercedes f1 boss yeah so total wolf yeah that guy man when yeah. I'm his age, I want to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> With a beautiful, like a nice uh, Tommy Hilfiger white shirt. Oh, yeah, for, yeah. For race day. Oh, yeah, dude. Seriously, <laughs> it's like they yeah. say, fuck Greece. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so he's complaining now because some of the other teams, one of the other teams, I don't know who, yeah. allegedly has a spoiler that bends to the wind. And that somehow is an advantage. Um. Yeah. So it. So like you increase the angle of attack, but that should cost. Well, it could give you more grip. So the rules are: it's got to um, the all of the arrow has to be fixed position. Okay. Cannot move, and I'm looking for the exact wording here. But nonetheless, it shouldn't be moving. But, but if it's bending, exactly. You know. Right. So the, what leads me to the how this associates with us really is. Yeah. Your splitter was bending. Uh, yes. The previous one prior yes, to the yes. one that's currently on the E36. That's right. Yeah. Would it have made sense from a speed perspective if you had kept the one that was bending on 
just for the sake of the advantage of it. I uh, would have had to reinforce the brackets. Oh, okay. the brackets aren't designed for flex or yeah, they they aren't designed for the wind attacking at that angle. Because if, oh, okay. if if I'm putting the blade at a at an angle, I'm obviously going to catch more air mm-hmm. and it can drive more force for into you. the front of that. And yeah. that's what was causing the brackets to bend. OK, so the right? brackets were the weak point. Then. Yeah. So when I was like going like 130 down the roval mm-hmm. and my splitter was tapping my tires. Yes. That was scary as shit. Yeah. So that there's no advantage there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to know how the that spoiler would what was it a front splitter or a rear i spoiler? think it was the rear uh spoiler rear spoiler okay yeah, so i'm curious how one. it would bend because for it to have an advantage it would have to pivot oh on the si- right on the sides right? right not just bend in the middle right so you don't think so bending in the middle wouldn't get you an advantage i mean it or mar- marginal I right think it's negligible right exactly right? like exactly. you would the the whole airfoil would have to there has to be significant uh, change in angle. Yes, for the advantage. For, yeah, for it to, for there to be an advantage mm. in either direction, right? Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. A significant advantage to go straight to make to make it go faster, like the DRS. Yes, or it, a significant advantage going down to give you more grip. Okay. Um, but I I'm, I'm I think it's probably BS. There, I mean, what I've learned in Netflix is that they're constantly <laughs> challenging each other. <laughs> right. You know, they're right. Con- they're constantly yeah. getting the FIA involved. Yeah. And I think it's just part of racing, right? Like cheating is racing, right? Right, and and so they treat it that way. <laughs> and complaining is ra- it's it, just like baseball, it, it's right? Just like, it's just like you know how like I don't know if you ever had a friend who was like, you know, he had a penchant for not being the most loyal dude to his girlfriends. Okay, sure, and sure, that sure. dude was the one that was worried the most about his girlfriend's cheating. Oh, you know what I mean? I think it's the same. I think it's the same concept. So are you implying that Mercedes kind of they all cheat? dude? OK, fair they enough. All cheat. Fair, they're, enough. They're, they're, fair enough. Or or operate in the gray area, as the racers sure. like to say, right? which is fair. Technically, yeah, speaking. Technically, I mean, you, you should stretch as far as the rule book can let you. And yes. then the FAA can decide if, if you cross certain. Things right. Or not. Yeah. 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 So I think it's just it's just natural for them to to make those complaints. And it, it's probably against the team who's like middle of the pack team well i don't know if it's red bull or not because uh, the, as of last week um mercedes was behind in the standings i don't know if you know uh, yeah but do you, do you think that, i don't i don't know and that that argued that um complaint happened this week oh but you don't know who it was i against. i don't know well the picture on the article shows red bull uh, so, so i don't know if he's complaining it's against that, red yeah. bull. maybe maybe not but I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta look into this because, yeah. like I said, if, if it's just bending a little bit, right? It, like to your point, it's, and that's what I thought. Yeah. I figured it was negligible from a yeah. physics perspective. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that you gain any net major advantage unless, like the the airfoil is literally pivoting right on, downwards on the sands. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. In that case, maybe he has a point, but mm, we'll see. Yes, indeed, we'll, we'll see. see. But anyway, next headline. So we're over here battling, you know, to have. Legal R32s. Yes. Right. Meanwhile, the CHP is helping rich guys keep the black market market going. Really? Rich guys always prevail, man. And CHP, man, like I, I haven't had the best experiences with CHP. And but apparently uh, more than thirty five thousand dollars was paid to uh, a couple officers to register two exotics. And this is what they've been able to catch. Okay, so 
It was a uh, Ferrari Enzo and a Koenigsegg Agera. Okay. Um, and they were brought here in the gray market, and they paid, I think it was 15K for the Enzo and then 20K for the Koenigsegg, and the officers were in charge of doing all the fit paperwork to make them legal. Really? So and they were they fil- legal for a little bit? They, they, As far as I know, they're legal now. Still. This happened in 2007, 16. Okay. And, but they were caught in 2019, and right now the trial is going. For just the cops, not the owners. For just the cops. For just the cops. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Could you get in trouble for being the briber? Yes, depending on what the bribery is. Like, oh, it's just money. Our, one of our ex-presidents. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's under fire right now. It's getting, it's getting yeah, the heat is rising on him. Uh, but I, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, so they he, they wrote all the paperwork mm-hmm. to get these supercars. And I mean, for cars that are in the millions of dollars, yeah, 35K is nothing. Yes. Nothing. And I'm like, I wonder how much, how many other cars, supercars are out there that have been mid made legal by the CHP. I wonder why they couldn't just buy them here, though. Those two cars. They're probably cheaper. You think they probably found them cheaper. cheaper? Yeah, probably found them cheaper. And that's why, you know, they, they took this chance. Mm. But CHP is doing all the work for them. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. I don't even know where I. S- I mean. Yeah, that's unfair. I mean, as yeah, Period. like like. If this was the way for everybody. Mm-hmm. Let yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Right. I'm on board. Right. Right. Like, yes. And on those on those percentages, mm-hmm. we could get an R32 over here pretty, pretty nicely. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, this is just favoring the top layer again. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. Although I will say for an R32, it does cost about that, like, you know, 10K. Right. But I'm, and I'm talking about pass. the percentage. Right. If you're paying 10K for a I don't know how much an Enzo goes for now. Two million. Yeah, something like that. Right, ten k for two million. That's let's chump take, change. Yeah, let's yes. take that ratio. Yes, and, and apply it to thirty two thousand. Yeah. Well, they're fifty ish now. The R thirty twos. Yeah. Yeah, the GTRs. You're right. Yeah, it sucks. <sighs> I thought it was expensive at twenty plus. Yeah, Damn. dude. Right. When we started the podcast, we could have had them for like twenty, twenty five. Yeah. Yes, yes, twenty two to twenty five. Yeah. Now it's now they're in the fifties. Through the roof, man. Yes, but we can't drive them legally in California without paying without and, paying. and we're not rich guys like these guys. Yeah. So. Well, I wonder what's the process of finding those officers. You know what it I mean? It could Is just be your neighbor, dude. Somebody that knows a cool somebody. neighbor. Yeah. My father. Oh, and you know how they got caught? How? A former girlfriend. Oh, ratted them dude. out, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So we should be CHP. Yeah. Oh, that's how you. You're right. So we should just be cops. Yeah, and then we can have our thirty two. Then we can have our thirty twos, <laughs> and you. Yeah, you do the paperwork. But then yeah. you. Ha- yeah. Damn. Right. That's that. There you go. And There's a loophole. And then just stop being a cop. And then stop being a cop and keep your R thirty two. Yeah. You I don't know, know. I don't know if I'd pass academy. Yeah, me too. My fitness test would be <laughs> yeah. like a complete fail. Yeah. The guy that um we saw the R thirty two um near my um in laws house he mm-hmm. sold it. I saw that. Oh, you did? Yeah. I saw that. Like, eh, unfollow. I'm done. <laughs> oh, really? You don't have anything interesting yeah, anymore? No, no, not at all. I so. wonder what he sold it for. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that people don't post that. 
You think they should post it? I would. So people know what the market value is? Yeah. Yeah. It was an it was a non-legit California uh, R32, meaning non-legit as in not California legal. Right, right. And he still had um It's probably why he sold state- it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a thousand percent what I think. Yeah. But whatever, because it was just hiding in his garage all the time. Yeah. So what's uh, what's oh, it's almost like what's the point? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. Like, if, right? if I was using it as a race car, fine, but I already have one of those. Yes. So what's what's the point? In having and then it's one? a thief I'm not magnet. A sh- yeah. And you can't drive it. I'm not a show car guy. Right. You know, there's it's there's like, no why? If I, if I could have a legal one, that'd be great. Yeah. And if they were maybe a bit more common, which takes away from the allure, but still, it's just like, yeah, it's not that appealing. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, those are your headlines for the week. And let's get into our next segment, which is the Drow Report. And Mm -hmm. I got one for you, Randy, that I'm wondering where you're going to go with. You Mm -hmm. ready for this? Yes. So for the Drow Report this week, and before we get into the cars, for those of you who don't know what the Drow Report is, it's essentially fuck, marry, kill for cars. Yep. DRO stands for Demolition Derby, Rent, or Own. Mm-hmm. We picked three cars, and Randy's going to put them into the categories he thinks they belong to. Yes. And these three cars are... Uh-huh. I have some sound f- effects. Four. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a drum roll? Uh, <laughs> no. I just have this. No, All right. Me. The drum report. <laughs> <laughs> the Ford and F-150 Lightning. Okay. The Tesla Truck. Tesla Cybertruck and the GMC Hummer. Oh, this yeah. is fun! So you have the the EV truck coming the EV up. EV truck line, lineup coming up. They've all been not released, but scheduled yeah. to release. Yes, we yes. know prices and we know sort prices, of power, power figures and sort of. features. Yeah, so let, let's break down some of those details. So we've got uh, 300 miles of range for the F-150. We've got 500, and this is all top trim, right? I'm, yes. I'm gonna give okay. you top trim. Okay. 500 miles of range for the Tesla reported. Right? 500? 500. Okay. Claimed. Claimed. Right? Not really confirmed like the other right. two. Yes. Um, and then the GMC Hummer has 350 miles of range. 350 miles of range. 350 miles Hummer. of range. Yeah. Okay. Now, if we're talking power, uh, 563 horsepower for the F-150, 690 horsepower for the Tesla, and 1,000 horsepower for the, for the Hummer. GMC Hummer. Uh, there's some zero to 60 numbers that are kind of got me thinking that Tesla might be lying about a few things. Sure. Cause they've got, they've been known to lie. They've got their software company first, yes, right? Yes. So, or influenced by people who are software first. So mm-hmm. zero to 60 in 2.9 seconds. Okay. Uh, as opposed to the F one fifty that has a zero to 60 of 4.4 and the GMC Hummer with a thousand horsepower, a zero to 60 in three. So you're saying you don't believe the Tesla. And I don't believe the Tesla Tesla for this reason. Sure. That it has a 14,000-pound towing capacity. Oh, so you think the weight the of weight, it yeah, is going to keep it. Yeah, in order to tow that much, you would need that much weight. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you have that much weight with 690 horses, you're not getting the I three seconds. I don't know you're getting the three seconds. So I think one of those numbers are off. The F-150 has a 10,000-pound towing capacity, which is 4,000 less. But okay, so with the Tesla, they have three motors. The top two will have three. Oh, is it four? Yeah, the, the, I thought it was a try. I think it's four. They have a quad motor for the top okay. trim. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So f- a motor per corner. Yes. Yes. 
Whereas I don't know the the drivetrain of the other two. Right. I think the GMC Hummer might have the same thing. You th- okay, so I don't know for sure. Right. Yeah. Um. So draw report. Yes. I'm almost already set. Oh really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's almost not really that um, tough for me. Okay. Actually. Okay. This is fun. So uh, we'll go with the rent. Okay. The easy rent for me. These are actually all easy placements for me. Ironically. Right. Um, the rent is gonna be the lightning. The okay. Because I would be curious what a regular everything. Except for the fact that it's EV. Right. Regular looking truck with a frunk. Right. Um, what they can do with with EV right. as a regular truck. It's almost like they took a truck and just converted it to EV. Right, right. Basically. Right? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Exactly. Okay. It's not bleeding edge or not trying to be bleeding edge. It's Aesthetically, like a, yeah, it's not bleeding right, edge. Right, right, right. But it's, everything else, that's like, well, I've, I've watched a lot of videos on them. Okay. So okay. they're pretty cutting edge technology well they still have that um that shitty knob on their touchscreen as their way of having a knob on the screen right they borrowed the mustang yeah 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 so that that's that's, true that to me screams like "Eh, yeah bleeding edge oh you're right yeah you're right in that case in all aspects so maybe yeah yeah, maybe the uh, drivetrain tech is up there so I'll, i'll give you that um as far as demo yes and keep right so that's that's gonna be the i don't know if it's a shocker to you but I would actually keep the Cybertruck. That I'm not surprised <laughs> with. <laughs> For me, you're saying. I'm not, sur- I'm not that surprised. Yes. Uh, but I'm more surprised that you're demoing the Hummer. Well, you, I think you'll definitely win. You're in a monster truck. Right. But you are, you are burning $112,000. Yes. Versus... The a Tesla, cheap, which is seventy thousand, right, and the F one fifty is fifty five thousand. Yeah, so you're, but you're fine with. I mean, you know what? It's hypothetical money, so it's easy it's, to burn. Yeah, it. Exactly, that's <laughs> yeah. a thousand percent right. Yeah. So it's like I'm not as much of a believer in. I'll say GM. Yeah. Okay. I get that. As and I, they changed kind of, their logo to lowercase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so they copied us, <laughs> yeah, right? They yeah, use lowercase yeah. like us. Yeah. 91 octane, all lowercase. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> all numbers, too. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, all letters, no numbers. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I, I just – I see some posts from uh, friends that work at GM. Okay. And it's like, rightfully so, they're proud of where they work. Right, right. But I just – I feel like they're just – they're like a black – I want to say I don't want to say BlackBerry, but they're like BlackBerry when iPhone came out is the way I see them. Okay, okay, so right they yeah they they were trying to stick to their guns yeah with ICE, then they realized oh shit we need to move. So I mean BlackBerry did come out with a touchscreen, but it was a little too late. That's I mean and GM is not that far behind. Maybe maybe I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't they're, know. They're try they tried to transform now BlackBerry is still exists actually as a software company, which I recently found out. Oh, okay. I know. See? There I you didn't go. Know that. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I just I just don't uh, I don't think for how stuck up knowing how GM was in the past, how um 
what's the word? Like, like they're, they're highly of themselves. They still think highly of themselves. And they have some products that we yeah. respect, like the Corvette. Right? I mean, you definitely do well in a demolition derby. You would. I definitely would. But if would. the engineering is not there, right. you might be in half before, yes. you know, before the end of the derby. Right. And so I'm just not a believer in their tech as much. And you went with the Tesla truck number one. I went with the Tesla truck because it says 500, but if I can get at least 400 out of it, yeah, I'm cool with that. And I, as crazy as it might sound, and they are gonna refine the the design. Uh huh. I almost don't mind that it's weird, effing weird, because yeah. I appreciate the fact that um, I don't think it's beautiful. Yeah, it's ugly, man. <laughs> but <laughs> to me, to me, it is. I don't know. It might be ugly. Yeah, I could almost agree with people in, who see it as ugly. Yeah. But I, f- I appreciate the fact that they're trying to change it almost drastically. And it's like Picasso level shit. Yeah. And I that's will, how I see it. I will admit that I haven't because of my distaste for it. I for Tesla. Yeah. For the looks for, no, you for mean? the truck. Yeah. Okay. For the truck for cyber truck specifically. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked up a lot of videos on it. Well, nobody has one. It hasn't even. Yeah, it's there been. It's been, been, it's been driven. Yeah. yeah. So, Elon's but I like, it. I kind of w- want to understand the utility of it, right? Okay. Like, j- okay. does it lose any of the that right. in its design? Right. Right. If they right. want to be bold, that's fine. But if mm-hmm. I'm losing utility, then it's kind of like, eh. Right. Is it just the dressed up like like it ends? You know, like you yeah. would never use it. As right. A, as utility. Yeah. Yeah. You're just an attention getter. But almost. then at the same time. What percentage of trucks are you actually used for their utility versus not? Really good point. That there's a 60? big what they refer to as a lifestyle portion. Yes. Of uh, the uh, truck ownership. The Harley Davidson truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. You think the flat bill race truck guys are gonna are gonna have Tesla trucks that are, you know, raised yeah, because like there's inches? some rich guys in the desert, man. Yeah, so I think so. Have, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Once it's it's really like if you can charge it in the desert somehow. Yeah. If there was one at that um, flatbed that we went to, that uh, desert bed that we went to, oh, like right, a, right. Char- oh, a charging yeah, station. Yeah. You can, oh, definitely see somehow it going there. It could. Oh, yeah. There was a station right outside of it, right? Like some like a. I don't remember was there if I saw anything. A rest stop or something just outside that we had to go through a gate to get yeah, into Yeah, I thing. don't know what. I, th- I thought it was just like a barn, though. I don't really. I mean, I, I didn't really see any charging stations or anything. Okay. Well, if there's charging stations yeah. in remote areas, then you game can, over. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'd still go with F-150. So you're an owner of the F-150, which uh, you talked about last week. Yes. I would own the F-150. So you would demo the? I would demo the Hummer also. You would demo I the would Hummer. I would demo the Hummer also. I, I, like I said, I, I, I don't like the Cybertruck, but I'm curious, and which is probably their goal. Yes. Right. I'm right. curious about yeah. why it's shaped that way. What yes. you lose, what you gain. Right. All right. that stuff. Right. Whereas with the Hummer, I mean, it'll just beat it's, on it, everything. <laughs> and it's just the Hummer with the EV yeah, guts. It's, and it's I don't like big cars either. And it seems Me to be too. the biggest of the bunch. Yes. Yeah. So and the eleven was eleven thousand pounds foot pounds of torque. Right. It's it's, it's almost kinda, pure flex. Is that it, right? It, thing it does to say? seem though. It does seem more Cadillac than. Than GMC, you know, right? What I mean? Exactly. Like, but you, yeah, do you think they should have gone for the masses versus premium? I think so I think although GM- although the first edition is one hundred twelve thousand, mm-hmm. but after that, the ones are dropping are going to be eighty k, which is still high. Oh, okay. but but more a little more obtainable. But I yes. mean, I think with Ford, 
dropping. I mean, they're they're starting at forty k, right? And that one has two hundred thirty miles of range. Good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. mean, at fifty five k top trim, you're not right. that bad. That's that's not you know, bad at all. You're almost the same price as a you know a lariat or whatever the right. top trim is. Yes, yeah. But anyway, that is your draw report. Awesome. I'm not surprised by your number one, but I did think you were gonna demo the Ford. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, huh. Mo- mostly the money. I don't know. Maybe. Interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. That's a rent to yeah. see what it's like. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll right? see. But let's get into our next segment: learning how to drive. Before we forget, let's make sure we document this. Uh, and if anyone saw the reel with your son, uh, that's kind of yes. sort of inspiration adjacent to that as yes. well. Yeah. So Randy, when was the first? lesson driving lesson that you got do you remember the car do you remember the location how did it go so the first time i ever drove an actual car yeah i was about my son's age like two or three but but i mean okay let's let's say reaching the pedals (laughs) okay control (laughs) well i still barely can right right, so So yeah that was my short joke for myself okay Yeah. yeah so um the first time i drove a car was my friend's Saturn SL2. Okay. Four-door, green, 90s car to the max. Okay. And he let me drive it in the parking lot at the age of, like, 14. Okay, and you had no driving experience Zero prior. Zero experience prior. Oh, so you you didn't learn with your parents. Well, I, would, I don't know if i call it learning because he let me, like, drive around the parking lot. At that speed, 8 miles an hour, 10 miles an hour. But it's that like, is your first lesson. You do learn in a parking lot, kind of slowly turning and stuff, right? That's true. So, yeah, yeah that was, like, I was geeked. Um it's kind of nice that you got to learn that way. That's no pressure. Yeah, because dude's like, you know, 17. So what the fuck does he care? Right? Yeah, dude, yeah you he's know? as reckless as you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah as point. dumb yeah, and reckless as yeah. I am. Yeah. And I was his mechanic at a later age. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that was where I first learned. But I did ask my dad recent, uh, today, actually. Right. Um, like, do you remember the first time, like, you drove with me or had to teach me? And he did. I, I like, must have wiped it from my memory. Okay. But he said that now he's remembering as we were talking about it that like he was yelling at me and <laughs> I must have had like, you know, PTSD from it because I really do not remember him being in the passenger seat. Oh, OK. I mean, he still critiques my driving. He still thinks I drive too fast. OK. He still tells me not to go on the racetrack once he saw my photos. Oh, really? He did. Oh, no. Because I told him my max speeds and he was like. Don't go there again. I'm like, well, <laughs> I didn't say I'm registered for June <laughs> at the same exact track. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he was saying that and he was saying, yeah, at that point, your mom said, I'm just going to do it. And I'm like, really? Oh, wow. Your mom took over. So my mom took over. But I one of the biggest, ma- most major memories I had was me leaning my head on the, the headrest. Yeah. As I'm trying to look relaxed. Yeah. But she was f- like nervous because I looked tense. Yeah. Yeah. At, yeah. With my hands on the wheel. But it was probably like the first week of having my permit or something. Right. So she was shitting bricks and I couldn't get out of a, um, of a store parking lot to go left. Yeah. Uh, because I just didn't know when to go and I was waiting for somebody to tell me her to tell me when. Yeah. And she wouldn't cause there was just so many cars coming. Right. And I'm like leaning, like trying to look relaxed, <laughs> pretending to be cool. And I remember I was like, I want to look cool kind of, Yeah. you know, but <laughs> I don't want to uh, look at dweeb. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, I'm already driving an 89 station wagon Camry. <laughs> 
So like an yeah. Asian mobile. Yeah, you weren't gonna look on that. You look good, look cool or good in that. Exactly, no what, so. exactly. But nonetheless, um, that was my most early memory of driving. It's almost like a lot of it's been erased. I don't know. It might be the weed. Right. But um, yeah. <laughs> so for you, wh- what was it, John? Well. For me, it was a series of things, but the very first time was in a parking lot, which I think it was in San Bernardino, mm-hmm. where we were visiting my uncle at the time, and we went out to buy something. I think my mom went into the store, and I was left with my dad. My dad was the first time to take me out to, to drive, and I was okay. early, 15, I think maybe 14, crossing into 15. Can you get permits here at 15? You can, right? 15 and a half. Okay. Yeah, okay. 15 and a half. And so he's like, you want to get take the car? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, sure. He's, he's, it's like he like asked me, really, do you want to bang a girl? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, no, like, I, I really want to. OK, but I'm scared of my dad. Oh, you know what I mean? So it's a lot of it's a lot okay. of pressure. Yeah. To do and yeah. to that in front yeah. of him. So yeah. it was a Jeep Wrangler. Uh, Ninety eight. OK. Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get in the driver's seat. I'm going to drive it. So we're driving around the parking lot. And he's like critiquing me or whatever. Um, and it was pretty normal up until I was driving. And at the end of the 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 lane that I was in was mm-hmm. uh, kind of like an island. Sure. Like with like shrubs and stuff in yep. it. And I'm driving towards it. And I th- I think he thought I didn't notice it or something. Yeah. So he starts telling me, stop, 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 stop. Uh-huh. And I freak out and I hit the gas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hit the gas, nice. dude. My nice. dad, like he like used the soccer skills he had, like pulled his leg out and over my leg jams on the brakes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Jams on the brakes. Like, get out. <laughs> Oh, for real? Get out. We're done. Stepped on your Ooh, foot or what? Well, no. no, I wasn't oh. on the brake. I was on the gas. Oh. So he, with one foot, he was able to knock my leg off of the gas <laughs> and hit the brake. <laughs> wow. He's and a hit the brake. Oh, okay. yeah. He, and he was not happy. Oh, he was man. not happy. Did you run over the shrubs at least? No. Oh, okay, no, okay. no, I didn't. I didn't. I was still far, far enough okay. from it. Okay. I mean, this okay. all happened really quickly, although uh-huh. I tell it. But yeah, it was immediately the lesson was over. <laughs> okay. And okay. I like, and I felt I felt like I was sick Dumbass. to my stomach. Yeah. Like I felt so disappointed. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, damn, my dad thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know, like. Okay. And I never learned of the conversation like you, ha- your dad had with your mom. Okay, okay. But I don't think my dad took me out after that. Oh. So so they probably did have the conversation. Yeah, they probably did. Now, now that you mentioned that, I think they might have had that conversation because from there on, I did it with my mom. Okay. And she took me out to drive. Then we went on the street, and it was all on the Jeep. It was – that was – I learned how to drive um, automatic, right? That was yeah, the first car. It was an automatic right. Jeep. Uh, I remember one of the one of the, another time that she took me out. She took me around the block, and I came into a right turn way too hot, and the Jeep is high <laughs> off the ground. Yeah, dude, that thing's the Jeep not is easy. high off the ground. Yeah. I felt the wheels lift off the ground. I, that's how far I was leaning. Oh shit! And Are you my serious? mom was like, "Oh my god, Espanol. what are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing? It's like, ¿Qué estás haciendo? like, right? like <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, oh, and then we kind of settled down, and it was like, all right, cool, like uh-huh. nothing happened, <laughs> but it was like there were some moments where I was yeah. like, man, I'm, I'm surprised yeah. my parents let me drive. Yeah, I know. and my Tell mom was always worried. 
Oh, really? Right. But yeah. then, um, so then I, I, I learned how to drive. I'm licensed now, right? I get through that phase. Now I'm sure. licensed. I can drive automatic. Uh-huh. But I still don't have my own car. Okay. Right. Um, so I don't know how to drive stick yet. 16. 16. So this yep. is. This is when I learned to drive stick shift. Okay. So uh, it was Christmas Eve. Uh, I was 15, no, 16 years old already, because obviously because I had the license. Uh, it was Christmas Eve. I had just gone off of work. I was mm-hmm. already working at In-N-Out. And my family was already at my aunt's house. Yep. So I'm messaging my mom, and I'm like, so, you know, uh, how do I get to the party? You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, your cousins, they lived across the street. Your cousins haven't left yet. Go talk to them and then they can take you. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm done. So I go across the street. I talk to them. They're like, oh, yeah, just be ready in such a sense time. It was like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I go shower, change, whatever. And I go back. So I go there and they're all drunk as fuck. Oh, they God. are wasted already. It's uh-huh. like 6 p.m. On Christmas Eve. Christmas. Eve. Oh, <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Yeah, right you know, on, right, right on. On. So they're I mean, they're they were probably like in their mid 20s okay right so the any holiday is a drinking holiday at that age Uh uh-huh so i go there and i'm like shit like i don't want to get with these people like driving drunk so i'm like uh, so i tell them i'm like you know you guys are you guys drunk and they're like yeah and i'm like how how the hell are we gonna get there and like i mean total sitcom scene Uh (laughs) uh-huh one of my cousins grabs the keys and he goes you're driving And the older cousin, the right? The older Obviously, cousin, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, and I grabbed the keys and I'm like, what? And he's like, you got a license, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, then you're driving. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm not worried. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, yeah, I'll drive them. They're all drunk, whatever. Just shut up and I'll drive. Yep. So I walk up to the car and look into the car through the driver's side window. It's stick shift. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, man, it's stick shift. Yeah. And they're like, so? Uh-huh. I, I I can't drive stick shit. What kind of car? What kind of car? It, oh, god damn. Was it a sedan or was I, it a No, it was a it was a it was a sedan. Okay. I think it was a Corolla. Okay. Yeah, I want to say it was a damn. blue Corolla. Uh-huh. Um and he's like, "Yeah, you're I mean, you're going to learn today." And I'm like, "Shit." I'm like, "I don't know. I, I don't know how to do this." Yeah. But now I have the peer pressure of my older cousins. Yeah, who you, you look know? up to. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to look like a bitch. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. there's that. That's, you know, stupid, especially at that age. Yeah. You don't, yeah. don't want to be that High guy. High school and yeah, yeah, younger. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be that guy. So I'm like, okay. I know conceptually how it works. How how did you know conceptually? I'm oh, I've curious. looked it up. Obviously, I was a car guy since before I could drive, right? So I've always looked up. You know, the mechanics of the car. So this is pre-YouTube, though, right? This is pre-YouTube, yeah. Okay, okay. So it was, like, all books and stuff. And, okay, you know, right. You know, libraries right. or yes. whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, And the internet was around, right? But yeah, there was but there's some no information. YouTube. Was, yes. Yeah, no YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, so then I get into the car. I can't turn it on. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you got to hold in the clutch. Okay, uh-huh. All right, hold in the clutch, turn uh-huh. it on. And... um. He's he's coaching me, you know, let the let it out slowly, right. all that stuff. And so I'm I'm doing it. Uh-huh. I'm doing it every every fucking red light is a pucker moment. <laughs> you know? Like you're like in right. my head, yeah. I'm screaming when I get a red light because I'm like, I just wanna keep moving. Yes. You know, yeah, why yeah. do you have to make me stop? How how long's the distance to So the, the distance was I would say it was from Gardena to 
think it was like Watts area. Okay. So it wasn't too far. I would I say maybe 10 say, or 15 miles. I thought you were going to say Bel Air. <laughs> no, hell no. Yeah, right. I wish. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I wouldn't be driving. You yeah. know, we'd have a driver. Yeah. Um, so so I'm, I'm, I'm doing it and I'm I have to go on the freeway. You know, we have to go on the freeway to get there. Damn. Yeah. They're crazy, dude. dude. They're, they're drunk as shit. They don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they just want to go and keep partying. Damn. So, okay. so I'm like, ah, God damn. So <laughs> luckily, the light before the freeway was green. So I was able to shoot right through. Okay. Build up and your once, speed. Yeah. And once I was in the freeway, although I was kind of nervous, there's not, you're not doing much. It's right? easy. Yeah. Yeah. There was no traffic, luckily. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I kind of get there and they're like, we need to stop at 7 Eleven. Got to mm-hmm. pick up some more beer. So I go into the 7 Eleven, so kind of very successful in the trip. And this 7 Eleven was maybe two blocks from my aunt's house. Okay. So um, they're all kind of like, oh, you, you did fine. You know, they're kind of teaching me, they taught me the tricks too of like what gear to be in when turning and you're not stopping, all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you picked it up. And I, at that point, I'm kind of like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And uh, so they buy their beer. They get back into the car and I'm trying to get the car out of the parking spot. And I can't. I'm trying to reverse stall, reverse <laughs> stall, reverse. Really? Stall. And the more that I'm stalling, the more I'm freaking out about stalling. Yes. So yeah. it's just this compounding anxiety that's uh-huh. just leading to uh-huh. worse and worse. And I just can't do it. Okay. And my cousin's just like, oh, fuck, just get in the passenger seat. <laughs> We're two blocks. I'll make it. Okay. I'm like, that's oh. hilarious. And, and it was just relief and a, and a different sense of danger because they're so drunk. Oh, right. But it was right, two right, blocks. Right. He got he got to where we needed to go. And that was the end of it. That's- and that was my first foyer into driving stick shift. Sink or swim. Damn, like, they really threw you in the deep end. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And I mean, they're 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 all from Guatemala. They didn't grow up here. Oh, so there's a different mindset of yeah, safety. Yeah, I mean, they probably learned how to drive when they were ten. Oh, yeah, you know? and yeah, it's yeah. all stick shift over there. Right. You know. Right. But right, that right. that was the first time I learned stick shift. Ah. The first time you learned stick shift when you was when you got the car, right? Well, the first time I've dri- I drove stick. There's two instances prior to my getting the Civic Si. Right. Where I tried stick shift. Okay. So the first time. My uncle had a brand new BMW X5. Okay. And being a BMW fan, he even had the hat. Oh, okay. So it must be a BMW thing that owned the apparel. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a slight. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he uh, was parked in a parking space. Okay. And I, I, I had heard that you start the car by stepping on the clutch okay. and starting it up. Okay. Little did I know that he parked in gear. Ooh, so you let it out. So I let out the clutch <laughs> and lunged, <laughs> and lunged forward <laughs> and he shit a brick. Oh, it's brand new X5. What? The first gen X5. Oh, OK. okay. And you know, at that time. Oh, yeah. That was a fucking pimping ass ride. Yeah. When you're getting five series that you're spending money. Right. Yeah. And there was no other like luxury sport SUV. Right. And he got the manual. Okay. So it's like all of the check boxes, essentially, yeah. right? For a semi enthusiast. Yeah. So he afterwards, he's like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, man, in my head, I'm like, I was worried, but I was like, really? You care about the car? Don't ask me. Dude, I, okay. I, I actually, that's pretty dope. That he did that? That he did that. Well, I would have expected him to be like, what the fuck? Right. Because I, to my nephews, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Get out. You know? Yeah. 
But yeah, he was nice. You're yeah, right. Yeah. And the second time I drove uh my ex well, my girlfriend at the time, her brother had a Ford probe that he let me drive home. Oh, okay. And I let him drive my Celica. Okay. Because mine was pimping, but it was automatic, and his was an, a manual, and I was really well. It was a Ford Probe. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so not, oh, so, so you drove it solo. I drove it solo, That's pressure free. A little bit pressure free because nobody was ro- um, riding with me, and it was at night, so there was nobody on the road. Somehow I got it home, or I got it to where we were going. Um, I don't know how, but then yeah, fast forward five years later, I buy the SI. I'm stalling at almost every stop sign. On oh, the way really? Home. Every other, let's uh, say. Okay. Every other stoplight on the way home from the dealership. Yeah. I mean, the dealer gave me like no training. Right. And yeah, he said, they don't care. "Yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it." And at that time, yeah, YouTube didn't really. I didn't really watch any YouTube videos, even right. though YouTube was around. I looked at a few moving images, like mute gifs or gifs, or whatever yeah, you yeah. call. That's how I learned the concept. Oh, uh, okay. But I never had the feel down and nobody was there to coach me. Got it. So it was all learn on your own type shit that I mean, that's kind of how it was for me, too, because mm-hmm. I didn't really learn until I got my first uh, EK coupe. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay. And that's when I learned really how to drive stick shift and how when I got comfortable with it. Um, I don't remember my first time driving that car, though. I don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah. Like taking it home. Or I don't remember being I remember, I, my dad drove it oh, home. I had to have from, driven it home. From buying it? Yeah, from buying it. Really? Or... Did you get it from a dealership or from somebody else? It was a used car dealership. Okay. Yeah. So it's still like sort of private party. Right, right. Um, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember ever having an event where I was stalling that car a lot, though. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it's a very it, easy car to drive. It is. It was very easy you to drive. You can fuck up pretty bad. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very easy to drive. But anyway, that was our experience learning how to drive. It's nice to to think about those. Nice days. to reminisce, man. Yeah, We'd love to hear sure. stories from yeah. our from our listeners. Yeah, actually, yeah. Like, hit me up. What what was what was your story yeah. like of learning how to drive? Some really good stories are always. Yeah, um, those are fun. Maybe we'll repeat some of them. Yeah, we we'll pretend we're ones. we're you and tell the yes, story. But yes. anyway, let's move into our next segment: profiling the legends. And this one is new, so we're gonna start talking about some you know automotive heroes, you know people that we thought were influential in the in the car world. And Randy, you've got the pleasure of going first with this week's. I do. So this week, uh, the first name that came to mind is because I watch a lot of JDM videos on YouTube. Right. So I pay for YouTube. I get no ads, which is awesome. Yeah. And I happened to, uh, while watching videos for my S2000, these came up. Yeah. Is uh, there's a video called Hot Ones, and it's not a porn. Okay. It's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's it's a it's a track series um based in japan mm. where well it's actually two things it's canyons or mountains and it's they do track testing for cars and okay. they they put cars up against each other but the the the, the main the lead person of that is keichi uh, suchia okay known as the drift king okay so if you don't know who that is he's not the guy that invented drift but he's the guy that um, kind of brought it to the forefront of people's minds. Okay. So I guess how he helped. Well, firstly, he was doing drifting in the mountains, just like in Initial D. Okay. So actually, he was a consultant for the Initial D show. Really? Yeah, and that's all. This is all Wikipedia, so I'm not right. gonna lie. I, you know, the depth of my research is Wikipedia and a little bit more. So he was like. He was to Initial D what RJ was to Fast and the Furious. Correct. He yeah. was the consultant. And not only that, 
really the dad in Initial D was basically him. Really? So that's yeah, he, like oh, okay. old dude, the mentor, the Always guy smoking. that's legendary. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know if he's quiet, but I guess how he popularized Drift before Initial D, because really Initial D was where it got brought up to the states. I, you yeah. could almost say, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my introduction. Yes, to that it. was mine as well. Yeah, being in the Midwest, that was really my introduction. Yeah. So I guess back in the day, what he used to do was. At racing events, you know how in the NBA, like, you get style points for how you how hard you dunk your athleticism or right. whatever. So he's also a racer in the um, Japanese touring car championships. Okay. And so he would actually drift during his races when he was in the lead oh. around turns because it's like he was like, well, I might as well give the fans a little bit of style. Showboating to, ass. Mofo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. he's won some of those championships. Yeah. But he also Im- like started to let that into his racing. Right. At an actual event. Okay. And so that bought, brought it to the forefront. Yeah. He also has a video which you can watch on YouTube called Plus B, P-L-U-S-B-Y. Okay. And this is what I was going to originally have you play, but I lost the the link. But nonetheless, okay. it's on YouTube. Did you ever have a karaoke machine? No, I always went to karaoke. So did you ever go with Asians or did you ever go always, to an Asian's with, house? Always with Asians. <laughs> so an Asian's house in the 90s, they all had karaoke machines. And there's always a video playing in the background, oh, right? Dude, like, just a quick tangent. Yes. I had a Vietnamese girlfriend at one yes. point in my life. Uh-huh. And there was kar- her dad uh-huh. was karaoke ace <laughs> every day, dude. Yes. Yeah, mega machine. Like, yeah, yeah, we all had that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, did, so okay. it was VC after before. Back in the day, it was on tape. Okay. Then it graduated Laserdisc, and then it became VCD, which is like a video CD. Okay. And then DVD, now microchip. So that's right. anyways. Yeah. This plus B video. Okay. Is essentially a. It looks like an eighty. It was built. It made in eighty seven. Yeah. It's like a karaoke video background. Okay. That's playing while you're singing karaoke of just him drifting. Oh, but from the driver perspective. So so it's all through, like B roll of him driving it's all B roll of him driving uh, for 15 or 20 minutes. OK. And that helped to further popularize drifting in Japan. Oh, because this came out in 87. Damn. So it was like a like a drifting mixtape. A thousand percent. Yeah. Dude. Yes, yeah. yeah. But but when you listen to the music yeah. and you just watch it, dude, it's like I just kept like clicking past because it's boring. Yeah. But you know it. Ima- that's true. Ima- that's imagine true. Imagine not knowing what drifting mm, is, and you see this video for yes, the first time. Right. My mind would melt. Yeah, that's you know, true. My exposure true. to drifting first, it was Initial D, was where it started. Yeah. Right? And then you start seeing bits here and there. Because Initial D was this mind-blowing to us, right? Yeah, exactly. And yes, to, so, to see yeah. someone do it for real for 20 minutes straight, Right. oh right, my right. God, I would have been like... And that's exactly what happened. So I kind of also liken it or it's like um, when Michael Jackson did the moonwalk for the first time on TV. Okay. So I think people's minds were just blown. Yes. And that's what popularized the toge in Japan. Okay. So fast forward, as you know, and I know, Initial D, he also consulted for uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay. And he was a driver for that movie. Okay, was he? He was one of the ones sitting down in. Uh, I don't remember, dude. I really don't remember that. I should yeah. rewatch that movie. Yeah, when the when the the white boy was. Uh, that's not a derogatory term now. No, is it? it's not. <laughs> the when he was practicing uh, with the Evo to learn how to drift, I think 
I think it might have been. I, was I it there an old guy? Like there were two Japanese? of them. Okay, and I think one of them was uh, Suchia. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. think so. But and that makes it's that, been a while. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, fast forward to today, um, the Hot Ones videos are awesome because they take the S2K and they run them against other modded S2Ks. So the best uh, modifying companies in Japan run their S2Ks against each other and they let him drive. Okay. And they run it in the mountains. Like they have their own mountain track. Yeah. Or whatever. And he rates it and they he's the one that gives the best times. He's like the um the The Stig. The Stig uh, for, for, for all these ones. yeah, for hot ones. Damn. It's pretty dope because in there I get to see some of the Japanese parts and you know like So he didn't necessarily invent drifting but he was sort of the ambassador he was godfather he was the grassroots guy that helped make it like yeah he brought it from the streets to the forefront it's crazy to think how young drifting is yeah as a sport as anything right because yeah, yeah. it feels so popular now yes you know it indeed. is the most popular you know i would say it's the most popular i guess racing sports not i don't know you think to call so? it racing uh-huh in terms of spectatorship i know f1 right is right the, is kind the, of the, the, the peak right yes yeah but in terms of entertainment value i liken the uh it's sort of like it's the and dri- one drift no oh yes <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say wrestling like but you're right it's the it's and the one, and one to the racing. nba yes. yeah 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 and totally one is extreme is. it's dunking it's in your face yeah it's, it's yeah, loud yeah. yes uh there are like very little rules yeah the rules yeah, are yeah, yeah. it's a, it's style points but look at with drifting like I, I w- I'm still excited about going somewhere and watching a drifting event. Right? Totally, totally. Whereas a racing event, it's a little harder to appeal to like a casual motorsport fan. That's a thousand percent right? true. You know, like, I, like I, we will watch touring championships. We'll watch like watch like Miata series. I'll watch like Grid Life series, like yeah. whatever. But most people, they're probably going to be limited to drifting because yes. it, it's just exciting to watch. And that's why at SEMA, they have, like, the Hoonigans have that exactly, whole yeah, drifting they, area. They've made a whole company out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah Just dude. out of drifting videos. That's cool. Well, yes. damn, I learned, I learned something new. I, d- I didn't know a lot about that. Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah, he's known as the Drift King yeah. in Japan. And yeah. that's, uh, yeah, Dori- Dorito, I think, is what his nickname is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I was like, why Dorito? But it's because it's, like, a shorthand for Drifto. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was in Disney driving RX-7. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Damn, interesting. Yes. Well, that was profiling the legends. Thank you for the lesson, Randy. Sure. That's awesome. Yes. That's pretty cool. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to start watching Hot Ones. Yes. Not the porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I think there's also Hot Ones where celebrities get interviewed while eating hot sauce. That's, That's right. That's the ones. spicy wing one. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. not that one. Yes, yeah. It's definitely yeah. not that one as but well. But anyway, let's get into questions from the listeners. So this week I posted up on uh, Instagram um, you know, if anybody wanted to ask some questions. And we had quite a few. Uh, I was, I'm was. i hoping we could get through them all, but you know, there might not be enough time for that. So sorry if we don't get to yours. Um, if we don't get to it now, we'll get to it later. But let's start with. I'm going to start calling out Instagram tags, which I hadn't been doing before. I had just been using, using names, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to call out Instagrams this time around. So first, uh, a friend of the show, RaceFFPod, mm-hmm. asked, and you kind of already answered this, is Randy going to Auto Club 
this month. Yes. Yes. I'm supposed to try to get to Sunday, but I got no response when I asked. Okay. To switch, so I may still be Saturday only. Okay. As you know. So yes, it's uh, pretty much a done deal. I almost was gonna uh, do a vacation that was gonna overlap, but. It's not. It's all. It's too late. For okay. Vacation, okay. So. Good. That, that yeah. almost scared me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's my only other chance. Yeah. Possibly this year to go. What are your goals for this time around? Just to beat my own personal best. Okay. And by, I'm a little by any amount. By any amount. Okay. Because and I looked up some of the personal bests of VTech Club people. Okay. I don't know if it's so. I'm at like two minutes, two something, two thirteen. I think was my best or two oh eight. I didn't get into the one minute. That's a big variance, 208, 213. I know, I know, I know. I don't remember the number oh, yeah. off the top okay. of my head. Okay. But um, the VTech Club guys, I don't know if it was the same exact layout, but they were at like minute 20. I'm like, is... That doesn't sound right. So either that's, it's a that's different track layout, right? Yeah. right? There, it has to be. Because that's just I don't too know that, fast. I don't know that they run, out en- they run any other layout. Uh, okay. But yeah, 120, that's impossible. That's what, and these are like S two thousands, modded or not. Yeah, it's like really like, is that you know? So I'm trying to figure out what my ideal goal is, um, at Auto Club, and I just I don't know what it is, and that was my only way of thinking. I I could look, and I just, to your point, I thought that was a little bit extreme. I can't be that fucking slow. Yeah, right? I mean you should be. I mean you're you're lighter than me, right? But you're at the same power levels. Correct. So I'm thinking like, I think you sub, you know, or and like actually, I can look up my personal two, best on my phone. Two oh five should be your target. And I think. Did you hit the one minute? Um, nah, mark? my my best was two oh one. Okay. Yeah, two oh one was my best, but I never got a clean lap. Okay. So I'm okay. hoping now that I'm HPD three, I might have a little more room at Auto Club to to get sub two because I'm. That's my goal to get sub two. Okay, I yeah. see. Yeah. So see. I mean, I'm looking at Porsche GT3 times in the 144s. So 120 is not 144? right. 144? Yeah. Okay. So then So and most of the S2000 I'm looking at is like 2 to 205. Where are you looking? Or wh- uh YouTube. You? Oh, yeah. okay. So I look at all the YouTube laps. You said what 205 for the S2000? Yeah, 205. There's one at 154, but that's uh, Kevin Burke. Oh, like he, a professional he, driver. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if he, I mean, yeah, I think he does get paid to drive, but he's a good driver. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with that time. So but yeah, my PB is two twelve ninety three. Yeah. Oh, so I could shave 10 seconds. That's a lot. That's it is a, big, a lot. That's a big it jump. Is, it is a lot. That's and a big jump. We don't know what his setup is on his yeah. ass. I'm on street tires. Street I summer. can, I can take passengers now. Oh, so I know that for me. When I get a lap with somebody else driving, it really helps me understand where ah. I can be with speed. And your group is going to be before mine, right? Exactly. So ah. I so I could I could technically take you out the first session, and then let you get a feel of you know where to break, how fast to be going, and and that'll help you shave more time. My only worry is the puke factor. Uh, I don't do well. Maybe not because we're not in the mountains, but I don't always do well yeah, riding I, along with somebody. I'll bring a bag. Auto club isn't very. It's not too turny. Yeah, right? yeah. there maybe turn, turn two, turn three. Getting into the infield. Yeah, yeah, three getting, is infield. Yeah, right? that's probably the only. Yeah, because it's an S. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Actually, then after that's, that's the only really violent spot where I'm. Yeah. I'm. 
the balance of the car is kind of shifting a lot. Right. Because after that, it's really three hairpins. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One, two. Yeah. Uh, and they're yeah. probably like 60 mile an hour turns. 40 right. Mile an hour yeah, the, turns. yeah. The tip of the penis yeah. is really slow. So. Yeah. <laughs> tip of the penis. <laughs> but yeah. yes, you are going to Auto Club. We'll see you there on Saturday. Two twelve Sunday. Yes. yes I'm going to yes. be there both days. Uh, so it should be exciting. Very. But let's move into the next question from this one is from Justin C at Justin CFC. Um, and he asked, would you want to come out to the East Coast sometime and hang? What so, state? Uh, I don't know, actually. I'm not completely certain. At Justin CFC? Yeah. Okay. I don't know where he would want to meet because he also sent a link to the Grid Life event in Colorado, uh, which is like half concert, half track day, which looks awesome. Um, and I would love to be able to go to answer this question. I would love to be able to go to the East Coast and hang. But that includes my race car. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I want to go. I really I have a strong desire. Obviously, there's a lot for me to learn on our tracks here. But yes. I really want to explore other tracks. Oh, in other states. so you'd want to run on their tracks? Yeah, dude, I would love like that. That would be the type of hang I would want to do for sure. Uh, you know, go hang out with some people that know the area. Well, I'll fly out and meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> you got, well, you're going to fly the S2K? No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to fly and I'll just ride along. Because uh, yeah. I think he's in the Carolinas. I'm trying to look. Oh, I've yeah. I don't recognize his plate. Well, it's, I don't know where. We, I mean, I don't know where he means. I don't know if he means like where he's from or, you know, at a. Cause he did, like I said, he did link me to Colorado, which is not East coast, but mm -hmm. the I mean, I would love to be able to meet different people at, you know, through different tracks and, you know, have, have those experiences. Um, I'm always open to that, but it's, I don't know about driving my race car in an open trailer cross country. It's South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I'd so, be down. I've never been to that part of the country. Oh, yeah. I'd be not to go anywhere. Yeah. The, the thing is how I would get there. You yeah. Know, obviously, shipping the car is out of the question. That would be way too expensive. A grand. You know, I, what, is that really what it would cost? Yeah. There and back. I have to ship it back. So two grand. Damn. <laughs> hell no. Yes. Yeah. No, nah, I would want to. I would have to. I mean, I would have to find someone that will rent me or let me borrow an enclosed trailer, I think. So you wouldn't do an open trailer, huh? I don't know. I don't know if that's. Well, it's a theft magnet. As yeah, you, like, that's stops. the thing. Like, you, yeah, you can't really stop anywhere. I mean, it's most of it is in your head that you're going to have your race car jacked. But, you know, it's valid. It's, thought. you know, yeah, like. Honestly, you know, staying at hotels like where do you leave it? Like, you know, yeah. I, I'd feel sketched out like leaving it out in the parking lot. Yeah. But yeah, no, I got to figure it out, I guess. Or maybe I could just rent a race car. But like the idea of traveling with your own is that's the appeal to me. Well, the drive is about 48 hours of driving. Yeah. Yeah. Because here so to Chicago is 36. We should probably have like a tour where we pick like four different points and just drive. I mean, the car is street legal. Technically, I could, <laughs> I could just so drive go, it. Gumball run that bitch. Yeah, gumball run it. Go to tracks, run it to the next one. Coda's on the way. Oh, man. I don't know if I'd survive, but. Yeah, we wouldn't. I think we would need someone to, like, someone to drive behind us and, like, oh. with a van or something. You know what I mean? Well, I have a resource in Austin, so we'd, ha we'd be covered in Austin. Yeah, like, that's what we got to do. We got to link up with like the people that we know. Yes, I know somebody in Texas too. Do we know anybody in? <laughs> uh, between that, I don't have a, a resource. So it would be just Austin and then Michigan, 
Yeah, in Chicago. Like I got I got people in New York. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, far. damn, that's a mission. I don't yeah. know if I can take a yeah. race car. I have no like, southern no sound, no insulation, no nothing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Uh, we can make the the no music AC, part. No heater. The AC heater thing is gonna be a bitch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but but anyway, we would love to go. Anyway, let's get into the next question. All right, next. So question. this one is from at CBR forty nine. So this is Carlos, which is an amazing driver. Uh-huh. This last weekend, he swept Honda Challenge first place Honda Challenge trophies. CBR forty nine. CVR. CVR forty nine. And he, uh, yeah, he won first place in Honda Challenge on Saturday and Sunday with for NASA. what class? Uh, H four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, stock class. Yeah. He. I don't. I don't Is that know. stock class? No. No. It's like really. slightly stock. Slightly, kind of. Yeah. But okay. I mean, if you look at his car. But either way, it's. I mean, the guy's an amazing driver. He also drives a Type R for auto fashion. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he asks, with the million dollars that your podcast makes, yes, want to sponsor me to drive a GT car at the Long Beach Grand Prix? Sure. Grand Prix. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. When is Honestly, it? if that the first thing, the first thought that I have when I saw this question was, you know, if we were making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And let's give let's give ourselves a decade. Maybe we'll get there. Yeah, we're at nine hundred. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dollars. You know, <laughs> I would one hundred percent do this if you know we had the you know uh, resources to do it. Yeah. But the condition would be that you have to let me drive. Mm. Not the not the race. Just. But the you car. have to find a way to let to get me onto on the, the track, track and get one lap in. So you'd be happy as an owner of a race team, a la Haas Motorsports. I don't think so. No, no. I, I would and be. I would be happy Williams. as a sponsor that okay. kind of okay influence decision making and has conditions, yes. but not running the team. That I think that's too too stressful. Yeah, man. And I don't have the expertise for that. We well, we definitely don't have that, yeah, or yeah. the engineering knowledge, or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So being a sponsor would be cool. Like seeing, okay. And I know he can drive, so seeing 91 Octane flying around Long Beach Grand Prix would be pretty dope. On a Honda Civic. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, whatever, whatever. car that's yes. I take. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, the condition would be that I would have to do at least one lap because that's, like, ultimate bucket list item. On Long Beach Grand Prix. Yeah, but for now, this is on hold. <laughs> he's from your, ho- from your hood. Garth oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. from he's sublime territory. There so. you go. Uh, but we'll see. Anyway, moving into the next question. This one's from Urban Canvas, who we just had on the show. A few weeks ago. Right on. Um, I thought this was, was strange. So explain Schrodinger's cat paradox and how something can be both dead and alive at the same time. Do you know the concept of Schrodinger's cat? Dead and alive at the same time. Yes. No, I do not know the concept of Schrodinger's cat. So I'm going to put it in card terms. So Sh- okay. was Schrodinger, what, in general, it's sort of a quantum physics yeah, concept. It's a philosoph- philosophy, right? Too, it's, right? A, it's a thought experiment with the, that started with the cat. Right. Okay. And the idea was that the cat was in the box with a radioactive element. OK. And the radioactive element can go two ways. It could either kill the cat or it could decay and the cat survives. But because it's in the box, you don't know what the outcome is until you observe what's inside the box. But then you die. No. That, oh, okay. no, no, that's no, no, that's not a part of it. OK, that's not part of it. So okay. the, the 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 thought experiment is that the cat is then both dead and alive prior to you looking into the box. Because to you, you don't know which reality is going to exist. Oh, right? so your unknown leads you to not know for sure what situ- what the condition of that cat is. Exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like 
it's kind of like you had a car, right? And you let it sit for three years. This yes. is Schrodinger's car. Yes. Okay. Right? You let it okay. sit for three years. Good analogy. Yeah. You, you come out and you're like, is this going to start? Is yeah. it not going to start? Is it going to work? Is it mm-hmm. not going to work? At that moment, yeah. there are two realities that that lives in. So it is both the car is both broken and functioning right. at the same time in your mind in in your mind or even in the universe right uh-huh. this is the the theory of quantum physics sure is that the two realities exist and there's there's different interpretations right there's the interpretation that the reality is not decided until in this you case actually you actually turn the key the and key. turn the car on right that desi- decides the timeline Okay. Right now, there's another concept that indicates that both realities exist. Okay. And the one that you're experiencing is one of two that are occurring. There's just two parallel. Two different timelines have been created. Okay. So in one timeline, the car has turned on. In another timeline, it hasn't turned on. Mm. It's just the one that you happen to be in was one of the outcomes. One of of the the two outcomes. One of the two outcomes. Mm. And 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 in quantum physics that concept is valid correct because that's what a qubit is yeah, exactly exactly uh, yeah exactly okay this is physics nerd shit yeah <laughs> yes yeah. okay so hopefully that explains it for urban canvas putting it in car terms with uh, what schrodinger's car would be so. so that's what he sought was an analogy in the car world i don't or? know but that's okay. what i gave him i think he was probably trolling with the question <laughs> thinking that we wouldn't be able to answer <laughs> right right but this right, is something right, i've right. always i've always loved mm. the 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 kind of paradigm Paradoxical uh, philosophy of physics, space time, yeah, physics. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So he talked to the wrong dudes. Cause we're, yeah, we're space nerds <laughs> yeah. and physics nerds. Jokes on you, yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's get into our next question. And this one comes from Pacvid. We know Pacvid well. Yes. Um, and I don't know even know how to interpret this one. If you and Randy gave birth to a car, what would it be? Do you mean together or? That's where I'm at. Okay. I intentionally did not ask for clarity on this question because I was like, you know what? We're going to interpret it for whatever it is. Yeah. But I guess if our that's our car genetics were to combine, okay. what car would it be? So individually, mine would be Asian. Yeah. It wouldn't be mixed. Right. But what is a what is an Asian and spanish car combined i mean i don't know that it'd be spanish because my tastes are european oh right 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 right, right so right. if we go with car tastes yeah the supra <laughs> <laughs> yeah it would be the supra yeah i think that I- ironically <laughs> that's actually a perfect it's actually it actually exists yeah yeah it a thousand percent exists <laughs> BMW guts. Yeah. The Japanese looks. <laughs> yeah. With a little bit of Japanese engineering in yes, there. Yes, yeah. That it'd be the Supra. It, it is the Supra. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a quick answer. <laughs> Damn that. All Supra. right. Next question. This one's from Trotzig underscore E thirty six. Okay. And he asks, What makes you guys love the E thirty six chassis? And how's the one ninety one E thirty six coming along these days? Now, I have a very deep love for the E thirty six. You do. You've recently started developing like for the E36. I've always appreciated the E36. And why is that? Because when I was in college, some dude had the uh, Estoro Blue one mm-hmm. in our parking lot. And it's not, my school is not UCLA. It's just a regular Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton type of school. Right. But I, I was like, man, how the fuck can he afford that car? 
Yeah. Come to find out they're not super expensive. Right. Right. right yeah. But I always jocked that car at that time. OK. I forgot about the car. It's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to a year and a half ago. You buy one. Yeah. It's back in the forefront. So you peruse the offer ups just to see, you know, and you remember the nostalgia of the feeling of jocking that other car. Yeah. You had the Vader seats, white interior coupe. I don't think he was lowered or anything. He just had the nice deep dish M wheels. Right. Um, just overall the style in the nineties, man, that just comes back and the nostalgia kicks in and you just like, Ooh, I remember like wanting that car for a semester. Yeah. 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 And now that it's, it's come to the forefront. That's why I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and the nostalgia factor is definitely there for me. Okay. Uh, my second car was an E36. Yes. And I mean, I love the look. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't even really a driver yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just more liked the look at the time. Uh, you know, it didn't, never really felt super luxurious. Yeah. But you could mod them fairly cheaply to look really nice. Yeah. You lower it a bit, put some wheels on it, a lip, and then you're good. Yes. You look really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, for it, you know, I, I and now you're in a BMW. Right. Right. And I'm like a, you know, 1920 mm-hmm. in a BMW. I feel like I'm a baller, right? It's yes. an old car. Yeah. It's but, an old Beamer, but yeah, it's still but it's Beamer. awesome, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then I rolled it. Right. And survived without a scratch. Yes. Which sign, sort of attaches you to the car a little bit. Okay. I always think about because it's sort of saved my life. It was like a daddy to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sacrificed itself yeah, it for sacrificed you. Sacrificed itself for yeah, me. Yeah, it, I mean, it was Lion King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Mufasa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Mufasa E36. And then it, it spoke to you from yeah, the, from the grave. One hundred percent. And you're like, dude. fuck, I love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, and then from there, you know, like every. Every phase of my car life, yeah, the E36 fit into the street phase. E36 fit, fits into right mm-hmm. the starting to canyon phase. E36 fits into it's a well handling car, and of course, as a result, in the track phase, yeah, it also fits too. And especially now, it's a quote unquote budget. I mean, a regular E36 is probably more likely than an M3, but it's sort of a budget Swiss Army knife car. Yes. That you can really do whatever you want with it. Um, and especially now that I'm taking, you know, performance driving more seriously, it's a competitive car. Mm. You know, even now in this, uh, you know, with how old it is, it's still a competitive car, depending on the class. Yes. Of course. So with all those things combined, I think that's why I'm so obsessed with the E36. Mm. And for me, the E36 is the is number one. Of what? Of the M3s. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah for me, I, I, that's how I feel about the E36 M3 in general. Right. Not just this one. Not just the one that I have. Right, okay. But just because I've done so many different things with the E36, mm-hmm. they're so much fun to drive. They don't have to be super high-powered. You know, the, yeah, the E92 is super fun, but, you know, it, the, the E36 just has... The nostalgia, the surviving death, the Mufasa moment, yeah, the Mufasa <laughs> moment, Mufasa. the street scene, yeah. the canyons, yeah. the everything. So that's mm-hmm. why I love the E36. Mm, but anyway, you. let's wrap up on the last question. Sorry if we don't get to everyone's. You know, we'll make sure to include them after the next episode. But we'll uh, we'll close up on this one. What are your top three favorite track or track car content creators on YouTube? 
track car content creators. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say let's open this up to just car content creators um, just because it's it'll be a bit easier to answer. But what are your top three favorite? Top three favorite? Yeah. Friends of the show, Race of Fepod, Eli Villa. And or YouTube. Persona. Oh, YouTube. Yeah, uh, YouTube. Um, track. I don't follow any one specific track car. Or car content. Car content. It might be the um, Suchiya-san. The hot ones. The hot ones. So that's number one. Uh, JDM Masters. Okay. Number I, have you heard of that one? Yeah. So that's oh. number two. Number two. Uh, I don't know if I have a three. Because I don't. I like the humility of JDM Masters. Yeah. I think some of the other ones out there are just like clickbaity. Right. A little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about show and not a lot about the, the passion. Or I just haven't landed on another one as a third. Is yeah. What I say, that I've found to enjoy. Got it. And for me, it was hard in the opposite direction because I consume a lot of YouTube. I watch YouTube more than I watch anything else. Same. Um, engineering explained maybe ye- oh that's a good which one. is not a uh, track it's not focus, really track but, but he's it kind of has a lot of shit stuff. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um for me i would say number one would be the og uh mighty car mods okay which they are sort of street track hybrid they yeah do both yeah um but they were the i started watching them very early they're sort of the og youtuber car guys yeah that's you true know, they're all it's like you know, dick jokes and all this shit. It's just mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. You know, it's entertaining. Car Those stuff. damn Aussies. I love yeah, them. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, and they show you how to work on your car. Right, and all that right, stuff. right. So I would say they're probably number one. Uh, uh, second would probably be Speed Academy. Okay. Um, so they, they do a lot of track stuff. Now they're doing more builds. They do a lot of builds. Okay. But they do a lot of track stuff too, and they test cars on the track. Mm-hmm. So I watch a lot of Speed Academy. And then after that, man, I'm like looking at my subscription list. Okay. Um, and for the third one, I'm probably going to say Gears and Gasoline. Okay, me. I mean they cover a lot of tracks. They're stuff. reviewers too, they, though, right? They are. They're the Toronto guys. Are they Toronto? No. I don't know if they're or from Canada. They're Canada. Yeah, um, that, I, I don't think know they're, they're Toronto. But they're not really reviewers. Okay, they they do their own builds. They do the comparisons they, too, right? Or no? That's no. Something, something. They okay. they do a lot of uh, track prep. Okay. And a lot of cross country trips. That seems oh, to be their thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that seems to be their thing. Um, I would say that's probably the top three that I watch. Uh, but it's uh, there's so much other there's you know the menace youtube channel uh you know even fix it bong bong i like watching the fix it bong bong channel right it's on honorable mentions right b is for build although they're not a track car youtube um and then you know uh, there's just so much there's a lot there's just so and they're simultaneously uh so much and not enough <laughs> you know like like by yeah. wednesday i'm like I don't have anything else to watch. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. And some of these are like dropping episodes like every day, but I it's don't know how they do it. It's still not enough. It's still not enough. I'm like, I need more content. <laughs> and the second half of this question is if we have one, we do have a YouTube, but yeah. that's not where we invest a lot of our time. You'll see some of our laps there, some autocross stuff, SEMA visits, SEMA visits, uh, videos that we've done. Some of our grease monkey videos yes. are up. But it's sort of just kind of stuff that we do 
for fun or on Instagram that we just put on YouTube. There's nothing. We like being a radio. We don't show. vlog. Yeah, yeah we yeah, don't we vlog. Like it's, yeah, that's it's just, that's too much for us. Yes. Yeah, maybe later we'll get into that. But anyway, that is our episode. And how would you find us, John? You can find us at 91RT.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91Octane. And if you want to send us any questions, concerns, uh, complaints about the show, info at 91Octane.com. Randy, any last words? Shout outs to the listeners. Thank you for submitting questions. Hell yeah, and dude. Yeah, I love, I love engaging with you know the, everyone following, everyone that listens. And if you don't listen and you just want to talk, that's cool too. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. But uh, I think that's it. Have a good night. Night.